Welcome, everyone. This is Mia Ferroletto, publisher of New Observations Magazine. Welcome to the New Observations podcast. Um, Before we get started, I would like to remind everyone, if you have not yet subscribed to Unknown Country, uh, Whitley Strieber's channel, please do so. Uh, The content available here is extraordinary, and um, Whitley uh, deserves and needs all of our support to keep the channel going. Today, I have the uh, privilege to introduce to you Peter Champeau, um, our mutual friend, Paula Looking Horse, put us together a couple of weeks ago. Peter is um, a, a stonemason and a uh, renowned geographer, which focuses on the study of the living earth. Welcome, Peter, to New Observations. Uh, thanks, me. It's great to be here. Uh, yeah, my, my my new observation. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's a kind of big one, and uh, yeah, I really do appreciate like Whitney's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate Whitney's work. Uh, uh, some of the books I've read by him. Uh, I think what, what stuck with me most was his uh, uh, description of uh, the group soul that. We we are all living in this together as a group soul, and, you know, humanity, and we can't go to the next level until we've all kind of reached the, the point of arriving at the next level. So we have these bodhisattvas and all these various souls that come to Earth to try to make things better. And uh, I humbly offer that I'm one of these people, not a bodhisattva by any stretch of the imagination, but just someone who's who's come here to try to uh, uh, alter the worldview, if you will. Uh, it's kind of what I've come up with over the 30, 40 years I've been doing this. Uh, but I, I call and it, how uh, much resistance have you received? <laughs> just, right. just a joke. I, I don't care what you do, but don't mess with my worldview. You know that's uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 uh, I was surprised at the resistance that was met. Uh, you know, everything is already known in the world, so, uh, you know, it's just particularly geography. So now I came at this as a stonemason, just uh, looking at patterns, uh, pattern maker. And uh, in that study of of, uh, of, of stonemasonry, I, I was a classical stonemason, so I studied how the Templars built their temples and how Muslims built their temples and Hindus built their temples. And I just did a cross-the-board uh, 30, 40 year uh, study on that, uh, you know, in feng shui and all these different different uh, uh, applications of placement and uh, use of the land and man's relationship to the land. Uh, so, as as a stonemason, I, I uh, and interested in sacred geometry, I was of course learned that. A sacred geometry is something that comes from flowers, for instance, you know, the, the iris. And, you know, you, you get these simple geometries that, that uh, nature seems to express. So uh, my, my uh, uh, idea was that, uh, well, if, if nature expresses sacred geometry in flowers, it must also s- express it in land. 
the earth is a water being and plants and things of that nature are also water beings. So this is really a the geometry of water that I'm describing. So uh, like, jeez, uh, yeah, you know, like 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 mud bubbles coming up in Yellowstone, you know, uh, you know, you get those volcanic mud bubbles that come up and spread out, and it's a similar type of phenomena where um, uh, water, deep earth water, is informing surface uh, membrane of, of its geometry. So, yeah, uh, you, you uh, what uh, I started to find were all these curvilinear patterns. You know, I mean, it's really obvious. <laughs> you know, the arc of the Aleutians, the Arc of California, Mexico, the Arc of the China Coast, and you know all these all these arcs that are all over the planet uh, resolve into uh, circular geometry that, that tend to have a culturally significant or a, uh, a geologic significant center to them. So uh, that that was coupled with ley lines, a ley line study that I did, uh, uh, you know, figuring that England didn't have the uh, uh, you know the all the all the ley lines in the world were in England. You know, I I, I couldn't buy that, so I started looking for Eng, uh, English type ley lines in America, and uh, was involved with the early sites, uh, New England Antiquities Research Association, looking at these uh, the mysterious uh, standing stones and uh, subterranean uh, domed structures they called monk caves and. And I, I, I placed, started doing map work uh, in, in my 20s there, and uh, I'm 69 now. And oh, actually, I'm 68. I'm only 69. Shouldn't be years old. <laughs> but uh, uh, back in the 20s, you know, I was, I was looking at at how these uh, ancient sites were all lined up in a row. You know, just just like in England, these ancient sites were lined up. Uh, so uh, I could see the power in this and uh, the the ability to uh, kind of uh, manipulate or encourage or inspire uh, um, uh, transformation in culture. So I started looking at, at these patterns and, uh, you know, where the ley lines all went to. And, you know, one of the places that you've been involved in uh, over the years is New York City, you know, which has which I've discovered has uh, five uh, primary ley lines with uh, any number of, uh, who, you know, smaller local, uh, you know, electric features in the land. But uh, there, there are these these big ley lines that are all feeding New York City. And, and without them, uh, New York City really wouldn't have its uh, the creative power that it has. Um, that makes total uh, sense. Yeah. So, uh, but but a lot of uh, what what. New York City is drawing is drawing away from like Vermont and such. So you you, you have uh, you know it's a give and take that that occurs. That's and the Berkshires, um, you and I both share uh, the area of um, the Ber- the Berkshires, um, upstate yeah, New York, Western Massachusetts. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of ley lines there that that shoot right down in New York City. There's you know, uh, there's one that goes right through Caket, you know, the, the uh, whatever, the Rockefeller estate there. And uh, it, it, I think that's the Berkshire Lay that I've coined. It's comes down through Mount Greylock, through uh, Washington Mountain at the southwest corner with Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts, and 
And just in the Berkshire County alone, uh, there in Western Massachusetts, it, it goes through 13 schools. Now, I mean, <laughs> it, it's and 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 uh, art, you know, like uh, art museums like uh, Chester French and uh, uh, the uh, well, it used to be uh, the, the it used to be that farm. Let's see, no, it's uh, Norman Rockwell's museum. <laughs> that's uh huh. Trying, trying to think of his name, but that's that's a major ley line that goes through there. So a lot of a lot of art and culture get coalesced around these around these meridians and and the more what i what i'm discovering is that you know, the, the more these ley lines are like infused with say art the more art is attracted to that ley line the more war is infused into a ley line the more war is attracted to that so uh you know finding these great lines that you know like one one of them goes over over the pond it comes from Mexico City and goes over to the Middle East, but on the path it goes right up the coast of of North America, you know, Atlanta, and then it hits D.C. and Baltimore and uh, you know Boston and New York City, and it goes to right through Nova Scotia and really carries the same trajectory as we fly when we go to Europe, um, and, and over into London and Brussels, and then down through the Battle of the Bulge and. Uh, you know, <laughs> Waterloo and and even through ancient Troy. Uh, uh, so there's this in through Kosovo too, which was a really kind of big shake up there uh, of that ley line. And, uh, and so uh, it, it it tends to, you know, it, it's like a hmm, uh, it, there's a, a lot of metaphor and analogy that I, I draw from with all this. Uh, and in the metaphor of the human biology, you know, we're made in the image and likeness of God. And, you know, there's God or in the planet around us, and we're just like that. You know, just like the planet, we have meridians, we have different centers, uh, you know, spiritual centers, uh, mental centers, emotional centers. And uh, the earth has, uh, has it as well. And, uh, and you know, we have in ourselves, we we have this living uh, bone in us called, you know, bone. <laughs> and and it's also, uh, it, our ganglia is also made of the same stuff, which is um, uh, calcium-based ions. And most of our system is, is, uh, is, is oxygen-based, but uh, our glia is all calcium-based. So that's like a resonant thing with, with limestone uh, or you know, uh, lime in general. So uh, you look around the world, you look at the sacred sites of the world, and they tend to occur on limestone. So is that just the nature of, well, limestone's easier to work, so you can create a building out of it easier than, say, granite, but uh, often granite is, is kind of included in this. So you have this magnetic, paramagnetic thing going on at, at sacred sites uh, around the world that uh, kind of like, um, what would you say? Uh, it's kind of uh, stimulates the, the the ionic frequency in our in our glia, and every neuron has has all this uh, nine attendant glia cells, and and most of the glia in our body are are centered. You know, we have it throughout our entire system, but it's between our our head, our heart, and our stomach, and this this ganglia. 
uh, travels at the speed of frequency rather than light, which electricity, which neurons do. They they travel at the speed of light. So so we have this uh, this body system that's all set and attuned to uh, you know work with planet body in, in a symbiotic way. So. My discoveries is is that I've, I found these these geometries that seem to <clears throat> uh, uh, point to a nesting of culture within the matrix of the planet itself. And, and this, uh, uh, if, if we, my, my hope in, in offering all this is that by uh, if humanity can uh, you know come into a symbiotic relationship with the planet in a way that it is, you know, you know, it, it already has these patterns in its body and, and it, like, uh, <clears throat> you know, like in our bodies, you know, <laughs> it's like an eyeball doesn't fit on the side of your head or whatever. It should, you know, it's supposed to be up front so you can see things. <laughs> it, it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, we have this, this beautiful planet that is a work of art in itself and uh and, and and these these are clues and i uh you know we we started talking around the idea of contact and consciousness and uh, i i'm i'm of the belief that this is kind of a, a witness test of of uh, where we are spiritually you know I've, I've i i completely agree i i i mean from my perspective based on my own experiences contact is certainly very important but we uh, have to remain mindful that we are connected to all of the kingdoms, all of the realms, and they're all interacting with us on a constant basis. Uh, And particularly at this moment in time, they're all working overtime to help uh, open us up and make us aware of you know, the divine matrix and interconnection of absolutely everything in the universe. Absolutely. And I'm really appreciative to all the, all the gnomes of knowledge that have imparted their, you know, their, their, their peace in me. And uh, as working as a stonemason, uh, Dr. Uh, Rudolf Steiner, uh, he, he, he said that when you crack a rock, you, you open, you, you release a kernel of knowledge so after you know, cracking rocks for 25 years, sometimes, you know, big five, six-foot boulders, uh, the energy that was that's, gets released uh, was kind of what I felt informed me of the planet body. So uh, there's, there's a collaboration, not a, not a real conscious collaboration uh, that, between myself and the elementals, but I, I recognize their mark. And, uh, so... Yeah, it's a beautiful collaboration, and uh, there's one uh, Sistos Paz Wells. He's a he's a contactee down in Peru. He does a lot of uh, contact in the desert type of stuff down there. Uh, you know, in, in his conversations with uh, the folks out on the moon of Jupiter, uh, uh, you know, they said, "Well, you know, we were part of we were part of it, but you guys kicked us out, and you know, it's kind of like." Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, humanity had to go through its adolescence, you know, and slam the door on their, on their parents. <laughs> right. Trying to, <laughs> trying to come to their own identity. You know, so, uh, you know, the, the, the identity that is humanity. Wow. You know, it's such a, such a bundle of emotions. It's, uh, 
Now, it's a real gift, uh, I think, that, that uh, we can bring to the world if we can uh, get this emotion under control because, you know, you can't really experience God without emotion. You know, it's, uh, you know to, to experience love and no love, uh, you know, even human love makes us, uh, well, particularly human love, makes us, uh, uh, you know, connected to the divine and, and, and connected to that memory. That uh, so, so making making the divine conscious is, uh, I think, part of our, our our work as a as a soul group that the galaxy des- desperately needs. You know, because. Long ago, the, the galaxy, uh, you know, uh, folks uh, like Dr. Spock uh, found the, uh, you know, there's a lot of problems that come with, with emotion and free will. Uh, well, particularly when people are so um, undisciplined. It's, yeah, it's one yeah, thing to connect to the love and the higher frequencies, but it's another thing to let your anger and baser uh, emotions run rampant. And people, at this moment in time, the average person has no awareness of the havoc that they're wreaking uh, by releasing their anger over the most <laughs> trivial uh, <laughs> events. Yeah. Um, so it's very problematic. Yeah, another thing Dr. Steiner offered was that... Uh, Human emotion uh, creates bad weather. So. Yeah, <laughs> at the very <laughs> least. <laughs> you know, in this, this this heat wave that we have going all over the country, you know, you know, you, you look at where all the pockets of you know high temperatures are, and there <laughs> pockets of you know human emotion is really going rampant. Right. Going crazy. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah, it's it's very very interesting. Um, yeah when you start to see these energetic waves in in action and follow the lines of to the originating point and um see the outcome it's it's very yeah. instructive yeah it's something uh you know, pertinent to the election uh is is that <clears throat> You know, in the matrix around the Northeast that I first worked on, uh, which is the center of the North American tectonic plate, you know, the arc of Mexico, California, refer back to Western Massachusetts and, and New England. And uh, yeah, around that, like, for instance, you know, like Boston is identified with the revolution, even though there wasn't a lot of fighting that would happen, you know, I mean, but that, that was, you know, the birth of the country, Boston. And then uh, the adolescence of the country was, uh, you know, going out through the Mohawk River, getting in our Canastoga wagons, getting some salt in Syracuse, and heading west was our adolescence culture. You know, and we fought with our brother, you know, Civil War. Uh, we we, uh, we, we uh, kind of identified ourselves as a people, the pioneer. Uh, and then we, uh, you know, accumulated gold, you know, uh, <laughs> to, to try to, you know, uh, make a better life. And then, you know, so, the, you know, 1700s, Boston, 1800s, uh, the, the Western door going out the Mohawk River, uh, 1900s, uh, New York City came into ascendancy. Uh, you know, we got our collective gazillion dollar bank account together and, you know, Wall Street's doing its thing. And, and, and we, you know, at, when we reach maturity, 
you know, the, the, the bio kind of sets, sets its sights towards the, uh, the sacred and the spiritual and the wisdom and everything. So uh, the wisdom piece of the culture would be in the quadrant that I haven't mentioned yet, which is the north and the north of Vermont. So New York City, you know, with Trump and Hillary and, you know, and all the powers to be that are, uh, that are there that, are, you know, are, are don't want to release control uh, of this matrix quite yet, you know, because, you know, they, they, they fear that they're going to lose all their money to Bernie Sanders up there in Vermont. But Bernie is, is talking about compassion and culture and, and uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, speaking to wisdom, I think. But, you know, of course, you know, that's just my opinion. But, but you know, there's this ethos of, uh, you know, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and, you know, just like, kind of like simple stuff like that that's all emerging out of Vermont. Uh, your own magazine, you know, uh, new, new observations is another another impetus that's that's coming, uh, you know, in that stream of traffic north from New York City in the Gold Coast of Connecticut up up Route 91 to Vermont. You know, it's kind of like every weekend that 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 energy is being shifted by all these uh, mobile megaliths, these people that are you know going up for what they think is a holiday, but is actually a a pilgrimage. Of, of cultural recreation. Uh, well, Vermont is is very interesting, and and um, and you know, in fact, Bill McKibben in 350.org was born in Greensboro, Vermont. Uh, Chris Hedges was born in Vermont. Um, there's a um, you know a specific energy, I would say that that comes out of the, such a small place and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the purity of the area and the the patterns formed by by the mountains there um, and it's it takes advantage in some way of the Berkshires and and Western um, Massachusetts and Eastern New York State which, as you know, is just a hotbed for spiritual communities. Um, I, I know you're involved with the message of the abode, but the, the Shakers, the Sufis, the Anthroposophists, the Buddhists, the Quakers, uh, the Theosophists, I mean, it goes on and on, Joseph Smith, um, the people who, who found their way to uh, upstate New York, that particular area of Columbia County, New York, and and the Berkshires is just um, an extraordinary place. And I think Vermont benefits um, from all of that energy, but in a in a purer kind of way. I I lived there myself for nine years, and the dark and the light are both highly present there, whereas Vermont, the energy is a bit cleaner and clearer, in my opinion. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I miss it. But, I miss Vermont. I miss New England. It's August. I should be at the Cape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Cape yeah, but, would be but, great But right here now. I am out in the middle of the broiling desert of southeast Arizona. And what are you working on there? 
Well, it's uh, I'm living at a a, a center, a spiritual center, health center uh, called the Gateway of Light. It's uh, uh, doing supervising some uh, construction work and trying to get this this place all you know all the all the I's and T's taken care of. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh, it was a vision by this this uh, man who uh, wanted to provide. Uh, health services for people that, uh, in in a way that was, was kind of beyond the AMA model uh, of, of of medicine. So uh, it's it's a church of sorts. In uh, uh, you know we have a religious nonprofit status, but it's, the religion is that of of nutrition, trying to get people to. Um, uh, be of good body in order to be of good mind and heart. You know, it's 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 like a uh, important to have a good diet to you know, have a good spiritual life. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here. I, I tend to be sent on missions. Uh, you know, I kind of live as a monk, more or less, uh, not out of choice, but <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> You know, I, I just have this fanaticism of chasing around this this knowledge piece I'm offering the world, and uh, don't really have much support. And this place has given me a place to stay while I do my research and and uh, you know try to flesh out this this information. Uh, came here to write my book, uh, my my third fourth book actually, uh, the Encyclopedia of Earth Rings. I'm trying to get all this information down before I. I uh, yeah, I get you know I get, I get too many more senior moments. <laughs> oh, I forgot that piece. But uh, yeah, there's so a lot. So can you tell us it. about the Earth Rings, Peter? Earth Rings, yeah, Earth Rings are uh, uh, well. Yeah, this this came from uh, looking at uh, Earth energy vortexes. You know, the Oregon vortex and. You know, like there's a lot of tourist traps around the country that, oh, you know, this vortex and that, you know, you can see, you know, you look at someone across the way and they're crooked and, you know, or they, they look taller, or shorter or something. There are all these kind of dimensional anomalies that take place. And, you know, often you, often you see, you know, characters from another era walking through or something, just uh, it's like a dimensional portal, a time portal. But uh, a man, uh, uh, Nick, uh, Nick, 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 Nick Nelson uh, stayed at these vortexes, and he was a he was a good dowser, and he, he found that the, the the radiant patterns that were in these vo- Earth energy vortexes had this specific repeating uh, geometric to it, which is kind of like a one to five ratio. The the the, the ring in the middle, you if you put two on either side of the center ring, and then you got your 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 greater ring. So. Uh, when I saw that, I said, "Wow, you know, that looks familiar." And I said, "Thunk, thunk on it for a while," and it ended up being the same um, uh, geometry as the interior of the Earth. You know, the the inner core, outer core, uh, mantle, uh, uh, lithosphere, uh, membrane, and and so that was curious, a new observation. <laughs> uh, that so so what that said was that the body of the Earth. Is, is projecting its energy field uh, through these uh, earth energy vortices uh, th- that replicate the same geometry as as the earth itself. So, 
in looking at those dimensions, I found that those rings, but like the uh, outer core of the Earth is the same size as Mars, uh, and the and the mantle of the Earth is the same size as Venus, and uh, and then the, the the center of the Earth, which uh, uh, you know, some say is the size of the Moon, is more the size of Pluto. So you have uh, you know it's kind of like uh, speaks to what, how astrology works, because there's this uh, resonant uh, dimensional. Uh, frequency that's exchanged between planets, uh, you know that that frequency is brought into our bodies as well as being being part of the planet itself. So, uh, so that that's essentially what Earth rings are. But but it, it's this projection of the Earth's body, uh, inner inner form in, into uh, uh, geometries of scale on, on the on the Earth's surface. Now, uh, a recent piece is that uh, a new observation uh, is, uh, is that is that the earth is very similar to a cell in in, in you know, I'm just looking at it you know it looks like a cell <laughs> no it's, it's got a got a membrane it's got a nucleus and it's got the stuff inside of it you know uh, water <laughs> you know we we have four oceans of water inside the inside the earth uh, at the at the upper and lower mantle boundary uh, it's about 600 miles down. And every volcano that comes up to the surface brings water with it, and brings water's geometry with it, you know, which is set by the bonding angle of water, you know, uh, uh, the ideal being 104. But uh, the Great Pyramid seems to suggest that, here we go on <laughs> tangents again, ah! uh, but uh, uh, the Great Pyramid is, is is like a just an aside. The Great Pyramid is a solid form of water, and its uh, its angles bond to the uh, biosphere, the water of the biosphere. So it's informing the water of the biosphere. You have a very degenerate energy right right now. But uh, well, so, and we know so from the, the we excuse me, but I I just wanted to add we know from the work of Dr. Emoto that. Um, our emotions are impacting water and its um, cellular structure um, based on the frequency that we're sending out both good and bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great contribution Dr. Moto made. And that is, is so right on. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's the same applies to these surface rings. So these rings that I'm finding on the, now, uh, in New England, uh, uh, it, it's the ring of cultural sites, centers, cities, uh, uh, you know, Boston, New Haven, uh, New London, kind of curving around there. New England going up, uh, geez, I forgot all the name of the cities. I used to know them all. But it, it generates a, a matrix of culture. Um, uh, uh, but, and, and that's, that's like, as I spoke of before about this historical thing of 17, 18, 19, 2000s, uh, it's, uh, the, the, the energies that are put into the center are, are uh, it's, it's kind of like, even though Spain was the first one to, to kind of like take over the kind of be colonial here, it was the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant culture of New England that really, uh, uh, you know, was the seed culture that expanded across the continent, um, so uh, quite often these these earth rings the center point is is critical so 
in the in the case of China's Earth Ring, which is the the southeast coast of China, this is perfect perfectly arced uh, ring form that uh, when resolved. Uh, you end up uh, very close to Wuhan. So uh, oh, that's the, interesting. So, so Wuhan uh, is, is right, pretty much underneath the Three Gorges Dam. So when 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 China put in that dam, they they, they cut the flow, uh, cut the flow of the Yangtze River. You know, the, the three rivers that all meet there, and and uh, you know, which stopped the flooding, but. And increased, uh, but as far as feng shui goes, and you know the Long Mei, the, uh, the, the 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 kind of like more uh, landscape version of, of feng shui, uh, that uh, that would say that uh, th- there's a lot of dampness in the, in the bio. So in, in in Chinese medicine, when there's dampness, uh, inflammation occurs. So so here's this this disease of inflammation that rises out of the center of China. You know, so it's, 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 but the, the actual pinpoint center of that ring is the, uh, is the white emperor city. And it's, it was this beautiful island, uh, 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 in the, out in the river that, uh, the poets of China went to and, and really defined the character of, 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 the Chinese people, but by their poetry that were was inspired by this place, and and uh, so, it, it, so that's that's an earth ring, you know, very very powerful earth ring right there, and and uh, and then there there's there are multiple scales, you know, like I said, you know, an earth energy vortex out in someone's backyard, you know, about forty feet across or something like that, or a hundred feet across, it has the same geometry. As the as the geometry that you find in Wuhan or in China or North America, it has the same kind of like rippling effect. You can see those uh, th- th- those those re- ring demarcations as they as they uh, uh, come out from the center. I'm curious, Peter, based on your family background, um, in terms of being Masons, um, part of the Masonic or Order. Do you feel that um, these rings, these specific rings, were known about in England and utilized? I, I think it's pretty clear today that many of our political leaders are using the occult for uh, advancement. Do you think this was just random, or, or do you think, um, in well, fact, that this, this knowledge was utilized? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the, you know, there is this uh, term called. Uh, Tesla, Tesla uh, poresis, Tesla poresis, which is uh, uh, that, that uh, you know, like carbon fibers self-organize and create these these strings and lines. So it, it's like it, it, the question is: is you know, chicken or egg? Uh, you know, are, are are we responding to this energy or are we actually manipulating this energy? So, uh, for instance, uh, in Washington D.C. There was a big to do. You know, it should be in. You know, uh, they were having trouble finding out where to place their capital. You know, so they said, "Well, New York City, Philadelphia, now." You know, so Washington, who was a surveyor and you know consummate mason, uh, you know, and they, they 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 used all the all the Templar knowledge uh, to to uh, 
uh, create a culture out of a uh, high culture out of uh, out of uh, you know howling howling wilderness is what their perspective was you know so they they uh, what what Washington did was he, he placed it on this particular ley line that connected all these cities on the east coast so it was a very conscious I mean it's this malarial swamp that he he chose as as the right. site. <laughs> so, uh, right. Yeah, so uh, it wasn't the most ideal conditions to to live in, but uh, but there it is. And so, yeah, they they used it. They they uh, uh, the church used it. You know, they would take over old sacred sites in this syncretic uh, uh, overlay of culture. Uh, you know, Jerusalem has I don't know how many layers of civilizations there that have that have been, and you know, each group you know, takes over the sacred site and claims it as their own and. Uh, and tries to uh, keep the others out, the other, you know, keep the other out and uh, make the other the, you know. The general population. But as far as the earth rings, I don't really think that they uh, they they were uh, up to that scale um, because the, uh, the, the, the mapping wasn't uh, as accurate as it is today and you know, so they were they were more uh, working with the ground energies and and uh, and the you know I mean the alignments that you can make out of such existing cities, but but those existing cities uh, are there because there were some existing ports. You know, they are all good ports for for ships to come in. That's why the cities evolved in those spots. So its ley lines are an, an alignment of you know culture and nature. And so it's, it's kind of has got to have both. So, uh, yeah, I mean, an earth ring, you can see an earth ring in the shape of uh, the Great Lakes. Uh, you can see an earth ring in the, uh, let's see, a uh, simple one in the shape of uh, the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Uh, so it, it's it's there. It's just you just have to squint a little. <laughs> right, right. Um, this is kind of an aside, but I'm curious to hear what you have to say about this. Um, the opening ceremony several years ago for the tunnel uh, near CERN, uh, the Goddardam tunnel that they, that was marked, the opening was marked by this uh, extensive uh, satanic ritual uh, performance piece that you know, my background is contemporary art, and there's no way to mis- misconstrue what happened there. Uh, I was on the board of Dance Theater Workshop, which is major uh, performance art organization. More people went on to win MacArthur Genius Awards. It started out at DTW than any other organization in America. And I frankly was stunned and horrified when I watched their opening ceremony um, with, you know, leaders of various countries sitting there. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure you saw it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, It's, it's, it's the cult of death that's emanating out of the pyramid. Yeah. It's, it's it's a terrible thing. You know, they're, they're trying to find the God particle and destroy it. You know, so it's uh, I, I don't know it's it's crazy stuff they're doing there. I guess they're talking about expanding it, but uh, 
Interesting. Uh, you know, some, someone else's work was observed that there, one, there are two rings uh, uh, in, the, in the CERN laboratory, and, and one is decide, you know, proportionally they're, they're equal to the Earth and the Moon. So uh, and, and oh. a lot of, you know, like when you, you see pictures of the CERN accelerator, you know, head on, it's the same geometry as the Earth rings. So uh, the Earth rings, are, it seems to be some kind of gravity well because uh, you, you, you find it in, in gravitational forms like the planet that's been pulled together by, you know, water and coalition of stardust. And, uh, <clears throat> and, and it's also, if, if you ever forget about what, what, what the proportions of the Earth ring is, you just look at your eye. Because uh, you know the size of our the mantle is the size of our our, our uh, the white of our eyes uh, the the uh, pupil is the outer core and the iris is the fluctuating inner core. Did I lose you? No, that that okay. that's beautiful and it makes total yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, just my my phone blinked at me. Partic- uh, particularly since the eye is kind of the window of the soul. As well, yeah. Um, yes, yeah. yeah. That, that isn't that elegant, you know. Yeah. Well, beauty, beauty is is one of the keys to higher dimensions. You know, the higher yeah. realms, the divine, whatever you yeah. want to call it, and it's so, it's one you know, of the orbits ways. do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, different density patterns. You know, you find it all over the place. So. And, and the, the pyramid ties into the same. You know, the pyramid is part of a uh, is the center point of an Earth ring that extends out to um, uh, the the the, uh, the the gates of Hercules and Stonehenge, and kind of goes around all of Europe and all throughout the stands and everything over to India. But this, uh, if you, if you follow the the ley lines that are emanating out of the Great Pyramid, you'll find. Uh, you know, the work of you know, just a lot of deaths going on here. I mean, the the, uh, the Armenian uh, genocide, the, you know, the, the genocide that's happened here just recently up in that same trajectory through Syria and, uh, and, and you know, down in Yemen, the same thing, you know, and over in Darfur, that's another, uh, you know, the, the, the South Sudan genocide that was happening there for for many years in the 80s and 90s. Uh, you know, it's just one after another. And, and CERN is right on that same, you know, one of the um, uh, ley lines that come off of uh, the Great Pyramid. So having those people do the dance of, the, you know, the, that death cult dance and, you know, all this, all this stuff that they're up to is, uh, you know, it's, it's really coming out of, out of the halls of uh, Amenti, uh, which are you know, below the, it kind of it is the halls of death uh, below the uh, the Great Pyramid. So I mean that's well, kind of that, that that's that's heresy right there. That is that is New Age heresy. I'll have to admit, because uh, boy, it's you know I mean all the energy that's being put into the Great Pyramid. Folks going over there doing sacred ceremonies and light things. And yeah, it's it's uh, but I. It, it, it might change the frequency, uh, hopefully, but uh, it almost seems like any energy you put into the thing, it just puts out more death. So. 
Uh, they're working overtime at the moment. Uh, that's that's for sure. Um, yeah. And they seem from even before the time of that ceremony, which I I think was four years ago now. Um, they don't care. Like like watching the how befuddled some of the news stations were that covered that ceremony. People were completely flummoxed and unable to conceive of how they had come up with this particular uh, piece to commemorate the opening of the tunnel. Um, You know, the dots were just not being connected. But what's so interesting right now is the total lack of concern um, as far as, you know, what they're saying to us and showing us versus, you know, keeping things in the background and hidden. It's all, it's all out you know, in the open now. Right. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't feel like they need to hide anymore because everyone's so dumbed down and, and powerless, you know, and they're, and they're, you know, debt slavery that they, you know, all they can do is complain on Facebook. Right. <laughs> you know, which, which is, it's kind of, it's a cognitive, uh, kind of like release of, of your, your, your will to, to, to action. No, I mean, if you're, if you, if you, you, you know, in the past, if you had some kind of, uh, you know, bright with the government, you'd go down there and, you know, talk to your senator, talk to your congressman, uh, you know, and uh, get get things in motion, uh, organize your community, uh, get people together. But but now uh, on Facebook, it just disempowers all that and, and makes you feel empowered at the same time. Yeah, it's a false narrative. You you actually yeah. are not doing anything by making a post on Facebook. Um, right. <laughs> but you you've convinced yourself that you're taking a stand, making a stand, standing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how how can we work with these energies in the earth and beyond um, right now? Uh, in 2020 as it feels very much like so much new energy is also coming in um, cosmically. We're certainly being um, pushed to, to in fact move forward. And um, you, you and I had emailed a little bit about this when, um, when Katrina hit um, my first thought was that it was a direct response to all that we had done, all that America had done in Iraq, that it was just a karmic hit uh, in direct proportion uh, to New Orleans, to what we had done uh, with the devastation of Iraq. And in fact, we still owe because of the dirty bombs and the white phosphorus and the DNA that we've damaged for generations to come over there. But um my personal belief about all this water is that the energy is coming in cosmically and mankind is not working with it. Our, the water within our own bodies is not responding. So in fact, the planetary water system is, is accepting it and reacting. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, let's see, as I 
started to mention earlier uh, about the Earth cell, that 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 cell. Uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he he determined, you know, one of his seminal works was that that he determined that the the, the brains of a cell is the membrane. You know, you can take out the nucleus and the cell still functions properly. Uh, it just doesn't last very long and doesn't have that power source at its core. So it's uh, so uh, on the surface of, of the earth are, are these integral membrane proteins, which are like sense organs uh, that, that convey water and information between the outside of the cell and the inside of the cell, what it needs, what it's giving, uh, getting information from the greater uh, cosmos, you know, if you you know, stepping out up to the earth level of of earth cell. So uh, by by, by uh, you know, you know, like consciously working with these with these large scale earth rings, we're we're uh, you know facilitating the exchange of celestial energy, uh, you know, from the cosmos into the earth planet and via the planet into us. So you know, our waters, you know, they're they're trying to suppress this this spiritual. Uh, awakening that's happening it's it's just this tide that's inevitable and uh tremendous light being uh hit you know coming on the planet heating it up uh, and, and you know and what do they do they make us go inside and you know do everything to uh they possibly can to try to suppress uh the soul impulse coming through so but the the earth will you know they can't do it to the earth so the earth is still going to have the soul impulse to to uh, expand along with its its attendant solar system and galaxy and, you know, where it is in space. So we can, we can help this out. We can facilitate this by, uh, you know, by, by uh, utilizing methods that, you know, like the heart Institute uses uh, where, uh, you know, they, they, these magnanimous, uh, um, you know, gratitude and compassion and, and the thoughts of that uh, being inputted into into uh, coherent form uh, by a co- coherent humanity that's you know uh, kind of working together in consort, uh, uh, projecting through an Earth ring uh, will will uh, enliven that Earth ring to that to that particular frequency of well in this case love or uh, whatever you know instead of going with the the, the hate and fear fear model that that is uh, so delicious to the uh, um, the death cult controllers of the planet, uh, you know, by uh, using this the power of love, uh, uh, we 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 can use these matrices to to transform the planet and uh, and and change these you know like 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 that war. Uh, that, that war ley line, we can change that, and uh, by doing things of more loving nature along them. Uh, uh, but right now, well, I'm working on a. On a pro- oh, go ahead, please. I, I was just going to going to say that um, humanity has no idea what it is what it is like or means to live with a day without bloodshed. Um, there is, you know, major killing going on. Um, around the planet each and every day. So if we took one day off globally, um, what would become available to us energetically just just in one day would be extraordinary. It would be, yes. So, (laughs) yeah, it's it's those little 
you know, this, this gets out into left, you know, far left field, but, uh, uh, you know, we seem to be farmed for our emotions and, and, and the, what, what the, the, the most delicious, uh, emotion for these, uh, reptilian, uh, archons are, uh, fear and pain and right. hatred and all that, you know, so they, they, they stimulate that, they encourage that, uh, they, they kind of have control of the minds of, of, uh, of the United States and, you know, all of the, the war machine that we have going, it's just, it just promotes it all. That doesn't look for peace. looks for war. looks to create war. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I mean, I'm part of the body of the United States and I, 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 geez, I, I, my heart aches to think I'm part of this whole scheme of things. Uh, it's, it's what I was born to. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's true for both of us, and that's why we're here to um, yeah. offer yeah, well, an alternative. Yeah, trying to make the you know trying to make that that push, you know, so that like uh, like like Whitney has written about, you know, that we can we can go to the next level of being. You know, we we don't have to be uh, you know, stuck in this sea of pain. Yeah. Whatever. But so I'm right now I'm trying to release trauma. You know, that that's uh, I was uh inspired recently by Thomas Hool. Hool H U B L I think is how you spell it. He's uh from Vienna and uh spent some time in Israel too, is so he's kind of a two country guy. Uh but he's he's talking about how, how we need to uh uh, re- release the trauma, the collective trauma that just keeps repeating itself. And uh, I, I see that in earth energies a lot, that uh, trauma gets gets held and then repeated. Uh, like in Kosovo, very, you know, every so often it flares up. And, but uh, we have one such, uh, you know, trauma generator, the Great Pyramid, and that's sending its tentacles across the planet uh, to in the world pyramid shape. So, you know, all along its ley lines, you have all this trauma that's that was generated. And one of the big areas of trauma in the U.S. Uh, is uh, uh, the Trail of Tears, uh, which is uh, goes between Oklahoma City and basically Asheville, North Carolina. But there are five trails, and, and this, these trails uh, go around this area uh, of confluence uh, somewhat north, somewhat south of of the Mississippi, Ohio's, and you know, Saskatchewan, all these different rivers all come together right there at Western Tennessee at the New Madrid seismic zone, which is uh, tremendous earth energy powers being uh, uh, generated there. I mean, uh, it's just a staggering. Uh, you know, somebody that's sensitive to these energies, it's just an incredible powerhouse of energy. But it's also tearing the country apart tearing it in two geologically from uh, geologists. Geologists say that eventually there'll be an inland waterway between uh, Quebec City and, and New Orleans right down, you know, through the Great Lakes. And, you know, it's all you know, continues to sp- sp- split open. You know, it's the same fault that's up in Quebec City as it is down in New Madrid. So uh, that that fault will, uh, and, and this, 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 node will tear things apart. Well, this node is also on the 
on another line of trauma, which is the 3630 uh, parallel, uh, very close to the 37th parallel, which is where all the UFOs show up and, the, and cattle mutilations and on and on and on. It's it's a, it's a very uh, um, you know, it's a, it's a line that the ET likes to use for some reason there. They're, and where is that in terms of uh, a, in the name of a city, for instance? Uh, let's see. Uh, it would be uh, north of. I don't know. If I have my maps out. The thirty seventh. Oh, the thirty six thirty is the uh, uh, the border, the the Missouri Compromise border. Oh, okay. So it was, it was the, uh, so it's the southern border of Missouri, and uh, and you have uh, Virginia. Um, uh, North Carolina, I think, is on the line. So this 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 line was what led to the Civil War. It, it was, yeah, I was going to uh, say the slave, the slave. Yeah, um, north trade, of it, north slave. Of, right, right. North was non-slave, south was slave. So you have this another trauma that's kind of centered. You got a geologic trauma. You have a uh, native uh, diaspora. Uh, uh, um, uh, trauma that happened, you know, and all the death that happened on that terrible walk that they were made, you know, from, you know, just peaceful, loving people, you know, and they were forced out of their homes. And, you know, it's it's just a terrible sin in the heart of, you know, and it's right in the heart of our country, you know, right where all the blood comes together, where all the water comes together. You know, it's just like this pinch point. But also also running through that same, uh, right through New Madrid, and and the Trail of Tears and the 360 uh, 3630 parallel, uh, you have the uh, uh, the Great Pyramids northwest ley line that comes over and uh, which ends up terminating. You know, if you were to project, you know, if you look at the Great Pyramid as just the capstone and and the Earth as its body, then you know you project the 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 edge, the northwest edge of the Great Pyramid through the Earth and where it comes out. Is in the the drug cartel triangle of Mexico. So you know you have this, this other you know trauma manifestation of trauma you know <laughs> you know along along this line. But that goes right through the same New Madrid Fault. So the the Great Pyramid was set as a uh, as a means to stabilize the planet after the after the flood. You know the, the after that catastrophe that happened, and uh, but it's it's since it's been kind of uh, corrupted and, and uses its power to to uh, you know, really you know, you know these cults of death that are running uh, running amok you know uh, you know a lot of them inspired by Islam which is also you know Mecca is you know right on this uh, on the southeast uh, ley line that comes off the Great Pyramid and. And the Baha'i Faith Center is up there in near Haifa, also on the same, uh, you know, on a, on a northeast trajectory of, of that ley line going out. Oh, that's interesting. So, so you've got the so, light and the dark right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. Uh, so we have this, this opportunity where uh, there's this earth ring centered around the, the New Madrid seismic zone. It's just, Essentially defined by the seismic zone, and, and it and it goes from uh, the, the circle. The diameter uh, would be uh, from um, uh, New Orleans up through New Madrid up to Chicago, 
and that ring goes over through the uh, Great Serpent Mound and uh, Asheville, North Carolina, and, and a number of other sites around around that. So, so that's uh, and then that, it has all these ley lines that come come intersect that ring edge, and that that uh, and that coheres as a nine, and nine is. Uh, you know, I mean, the numerology, I mean, nine goes on forever. Completion. <laughs> nine is yeah, completion. Completion and uh, harmony, and there's a lot of things associated with it. But uh, the, the the geometry of, of what I, another observation I made was that uh, the, the geometry of nine, if you take the four polygons that you can create out of a, out of a, a nine-pointed circle or nine-noted nine circle, uh, if you, you know, like, like say uh, every you know, every fourth one goes across, then you go to every fourth one, and, and that that makes a kind of like a, a very elongated star shape. And the center of where that all comes together is the same size as the Earth's inner core, and the next uh, polygon that you make out of you know every second one or every third one, and you, you end up getting these various shapes that are the same as the Earth ring. So if you if you organize in the shape of a, in a coherent form uh, to bring harmony and completion uh, to to a uh, to an earth ring that 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 holds all this trauma and all this division between you know like my, my thing is like you know unifying cultures you know anthropology was my uh, my focus in college and uh, it. it it's uh, so by, by using nine, you you kind of uh, uh, bring those discordant frequencies into harmony. So when you use when you use geometries of scale, it's it's like having a really big megaphone, <laughs> and uh, you know so you can you know broadcast love in a really big way. So I'm I'm. I'm, you know, right now it's a cyber thing, uh, uh, but, you know, I, you know, the will has it, you know, I could, uh, I could really stand to drive around to all these sites and, and, and get, get groups, you know, it's, it's important to have groups, uh, working at these coherent places. Uh, uh, another fellow I worked with, uh, uh Benny LeBeau or Blue Thunder LeBeau. Bravado is another name. He's a Shoshone uh, uh, singer, medicine man, who who organized these large scale uh, medicine wheels. Uh, uh, one was to stop the Yellowstone from exploding, which was successful. <laughs> it never exploded. But the, the, the day after this this con- concordant uh, uh, ceremony of 19 sites around the Grand Tetons. Uh, you know, that, that had, you know, the Ark of Shasta and all the sacred peaks of Wheeler and all these, you know, it's all part of this great Western wheel, another one of the earth rings. Uh, so he, he used this earth ring template and, and, uh, to try to connect all the ley lines. That's the idea. So it was the same ceremony every, everybody used at all 19 sites, you know, so this is a ring that's 1400 miles across. So uh, uh, they, they they did the ceremony, and the next day the caldera, which was rising, 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 was just kind of collapsed. You know, just 
went down, and that was that was the end of it. Uh, it's, it's been quiescent for uh, quite a few years. But he used the same methods uh, out in California to make it rain, and uh, you know, um, Big Bear Lake was the center point of it, and and it, it rained. Uh, it, it did rain, and uh, you know, again, it was this you know using he used eight sites, two hundred and fifty mile wide. Uh, uh, earth ring that was described um, and uh, it, it started to rain uh, unexpectedly in LA and uh, a lot of contractors were going to uh, sue Benny because he made it rain uh, uh, but uh, uh, they, they couldn't quite do that but uh, so it, but it, it, it rained and rained and rained and rained for six weeks straight and it uh the, the trouble is that, you know, it's kind of like the, the, the Fantasia, you know, Mickey Bounce with his broom, uh, you know, being lazy with the bucket of water and he made the broom uh, bring the water through or something. It, it, what was not made clear was the amount of water requested. Right. So, and then all, all the, all the people that were involved with the, the ceremony were all women. So, it was, you know, there was this tremendous water energy that was that was generated by all those women, and, uh, and so it, it rained and rained for six weeks, like I said, and you know, three billion dollars worth of damage, so uh, to you know, just from water damage. People so don't that, realize uh, the uh, power of their words and intentions. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and, and it's it could be used for good. It could be used for, you know, we have great, tremendous power, and and. You know the human spirit is un- unbelievably powerful, and and uh, you know they're, they're, the spiritual masters of the ages have tried to you know unleash that power, and while the uh, political masters of the ages have tried to suppress it. So. Well, which circle do you consider to be the most crucial for us right right now in 2020? Well, it's that's why I'm, I'm emphasizing this uh, new Madrid ring uh, because I, I feel that it's uh, it's holding the most trauma, it's holding the most division, um, and it's holding the most power. Uh, you know, and, and it's I, you know, I'm a member of the American Society of Dowsers, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> headquartered in Danville, Vermont. Uh, yeah. But in my dowsing, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been working with these rings for a number of years. I spent, uh, good graces brought me to the Great Lakes, and I was able to spend two years up there working on that earth ring, uh, uh, you know, doing ceremony around that to, uh, you know, get get the, you know, more dynamism happening. Uh, you know, when, when, when all these earth rings, these static earth rings start to energetically spin, it, it supports the entire planet, so I'm, I'm trying to get this, these spins moving, these, these ley lines moving, you know, removing blocks that are, uh, you know, stopping the spin from occurring, uh, uh, you know, stopping this earth energy vortex from being its its greatest self. And what I doused was is that this this particular one was what's sticking up the works. So I'm, I'm trying to get the things loosened up over there around New Madrid in order to uh, get the rest of the system uh, functioning better. And, uh, and I think we're, you know, right now it's kind of like 
a chunk, a chunk, a chunk. You know, there's just this this gear in the works. Uh, you know, that's being personified by the population. Uh, just with severe polarity and and uh, uh, so, and it's just the trauma. It's just the trauma. You know, the trauma of uh, the uh, Inquisition that uh, drove us people here. And then, you know, we, you know, the bully is always the persecuted one of the family. And so, you know, kind of like we came over here and persecuted, you know, the, the, the other, the lesser, the uh, whatever, you know, the, the slave, you know, we, we, we have, you know, we're good, you know, we're Christians. We have the Bible. The Bible says we can have slaves, so we can have slaves, you know, and, and just the, you know, the brutality of all that is just the, you know, it's a it's a it's a sin in the American soul that needs to be released, resolved, reconciled. Uh, you know, like I don't know, reparations. I don't know. I, I think there, but there's a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of forgiveness that needs to be uh, and needs to happen. And you know, there there are a lot of cultures around the world. You know, like that, that use hupunapuno, uh, hupunapuno, which is a Hawaiian. Um, uh, uh, ceremony of forgiveness and reconciliation, and then uh, there's the the Umbutu, which is uh, you know in, in the Zulu South thing, Africa. Uh, you know, yeah, South Africa. I am because you are. Uh, you know, it's it's just this this acknowledgement of this interconnection, and and these rings, these earth rings that I that I've uh, mentioned, you know, none of them stand alone all by, you know, themselves, just, they're always interpenetrating one another, like a, uh, like a foam, like a, a foam of creation or something. Uh, uh, you know, I, I kind of laughingly call it, the, uh, you know, the shampoo effect. You know, I mean? <laughs> uh, my, you know, my, my name is pronounced shampoo, but Sean is not something that's pronounced very well by, <laughs> New Englanders with their nasal, you know, nasal. Right, right. So I just want, our family just went with shampoo. You know, that's, you know, just to make it easy on everybody. <laughs> so. Like the movie. The shampoo effect. It's just, this, this bubbling, frothing, um, beautiful body of Gaia. You know, that's just, you know, she, she's just exuding love everywhere. Well, humanity is capable of that, um, certainly, and um, it, it, it and consciousness are really our only way out of this mess. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I guess there's a there's a wave coming, a light wave coming. I understand, and uh, you know, having having these, these portals open uh, to receive the energy, you know, just, just like, you know, in our own spiritual awakening, if, if there's a block, if there's a shadow, you know, there, there, there's illness that comes to, to try to remove that block. You know, like when, when you go on the spiritual path, you, you know, end up getting really beat up. You know, for the first few years, just to, you know, because you're taking in these new energies and, and, uh, and your body has to adjust and, 
and that adjustment needs to some organ shifting or something of that nature. It's the same thing with the earth. So by by, by working energetically with its with its membrane form, uh, you know we we can help the earth uh, and be be part of the earth's ascension and getting getting her ready to accept this the, the, these light waves that are coming in uh, in this uh, particular neighborhood of the galaxy we're in right now. We're just entering into right now. Um, I I think that's completely um, accurate, and um, as as you know, I um, organized the third uh, little conference that I've been doing for the past couple of years in Wasta, South Dakota, a month ago, ex- exactly a month ago. Right now, uh, our little conference was going on, and Chief. Orville Looking Horse and his wonderful wife, Paula, uh, were speakers, uh, which is how you and I met through Paula. And um, on this podcast for two different uh, episodes, I interviewed um, first four of the attendees and then the following week, three women who attended and I woke up uh, Friday morning last week to this extraordinary comment, which I'm going to take a moment to read because it it describes exactly what you and I are talking about right now. Um, I hold a profound respect for Mia Farrelletto. This is the first time I've heard of her or heard her speak. I'm familiar with the types of challenges that can arise at gatherings such as this and at sun dances. Fasting and cooking for a large group can be pretty grueling work, and the standards one is expected to uphold can be intense. At the same time, holding space for a higher frequency to affect people in a positive way is quite the honorable dance in itself. In my humble opinion, our great Mother Earth will be needing to experience her own very powerful and sacred Kundalini awakening for the sake of her own reset. It is up to us, mainly women, to know how to breathe and move our own energies while clearing our personal soul history as we continue evolving spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally through partnership and fellowship with our elders of nature and one another. Learning how to literally connect our own energies to earth and sky, allowing those frequencies to flow through us, is a key factor for becoming a spiritual midwife to our beautiful and ancient earth mama and all of creation. By learning to embody this ancient connection as we stand in beauty between earth and sky is our birthright and our responsibility as women who understand the mysteries of regeneration, birth, death, and every stage of transition we have been through. The rattlesnake uh, can be a benevolent guardian of kundalini energies heralding the opening of a new dimension of consciousness when all life on our planet is consciously partnering with humanity to help move us through the birth canal. We can do this. Thank you to all the speakers in this interview. You are amazing, beautiful, and powerful women. 
Mahalo. So amazing, right? Amazing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, women are the saints of our time. I'll have to give them that. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 well, they embody, women embody the, the receptive. The, yeah. they, they embody the receptive versus the creative, and they're, they are receiving the energy as it's, as it's coming in. Yes, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, sacred sites are more of a feminine form because they receive the energies. And, uh, you know, Arvel's work, uh, the Looking Horse's work is to, uh, you know, World Peace and Prayer Day and, and honor sacred sites. Uh, the ancestors told him, you know, we got to honor sacred sites. And, and uh, it's, it's, they're, they're so critical at this time. And doing ceremony. Well, Peter, talk about the work that the two of you have done together. With our Arvel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and we Paula. We first met out in, out in Massachusetts, and uh, uh, he came out there for a World Peace and Prayer Day and, and other events. There, there's, a, uh, uh, there's an old growth forest in uh, the Mohawk Trail of, uh, outside Greenfield uh, called uh, Trees of Peace. Uh, and each tree is named after uh, a, a, a peace chief, a living uh, a, a living peace chief at the time. So, uh, chief Dan Chief was uh, had a tree, and Arvel had a tree, and you know. So we we're commemorating that and hanging out. And uh, Arvel, uh, uh, you know, asked me. Uh, he said, "You know, I, uh, the ancestor said to protect sacred sites, but." You know, why? You know, what, what is the what is the reason behind that? And you know, Arvo puts these you know just these simple questions, and it just sets, <laughs> you know sets this clock in motion in me. You know that I don't know. It just really stimulates a thought. So I started you know giving that some energy, and you know why? You know, and uh, uh, you, you look at uh, you know the, the Catholic Church, for instance, in Ireland couldn't they they, they were having trouble. Uh, converting the the Irish, uh, they, they kept going back to their pagan sites whenever they were in need. They wouldn't go to the, the parish priest, so they they said, ah, and we need to put the churches on the sacred sites. So when they did that, then then the Irish population all all became Catholic. They did the same down in South America. They uh, the, the the Catholic Church used all the sacred sites and put cathedrals or whatever right over those in the syncretic overlay. So it it was a continuation of the existing culture, and uh, and and a relationship with the land. So the so and, and it's the same way over in in, in Europe with the Templars. They that uh, they would put the the the, the Black Madonna. Uh, uh, cathedrals over sacred sites, old druid sites, and whatnot. So, you know that, that by by doing that, you, you know, you know, so you have you know ten cathedrals uh, all uh, all uh, you know uh, arrayed in the French landscape in the same uh, geometry as the constellation of Virgo. <laughs> you know, uh, and that's interesting. Yeah, you know, and 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 so they're all they all have this simultaneous uh, uh, ceremony uh, in this you know really intense magical space uh, that's you know resonant and you know so they're 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 kind of uh, imbuing the, the land with Christ consciousness just with every ringing of the bell every every singing of the novena or whatever it's it's like this uh, just uh, in, you know, just kind of like putting this, this Christic energy into the receptive mother. Uh, so, 
uh, I, I explained it. And here in America, uh, and in many parts of the world, uh, sacred sites were ignored as being uh, of of, uh, of evil. You know, like the, like Devil's Tower. Uh, you look around this country, everywhere that it has a devil association with it, like Devil's uh, uh, Hop Yard down there in Connecticut, and Devil's uh, you know Devil's Gorge or Devil's Tower. It's all those are all native sacred sites. <laughs> so uh, by, well, by honoring them, you're 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 kind of opening up the mother to uh, to receive these cosmic energies, these these, these prayers, uh, these prayers for peace. So if you go to a sacred site and and you, you you infuse peace into the sacred site, that that gets broadcast around the world. If you you know take a place like like uh, the Great Pyramid and infuse hatred and pain and and trauma and death, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's what that's gets what projected. you're sending globally. Right. Yeah. So, so you control the sacred sites. You control the consciousness of the planet, which is the membrane of the planet, and and we're just part of that, and we're just feeding signals into that, uh, that 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 greater uh, uh, Earth consciousness. So, uh, the last last visit I had with Arvel, you know, just serendipity, I I went on a on a pilgrimage, one of my ley line pilgrimages up the 104th parallel or longitude up to, uh, from, oh, Guadalupe peaks up to, up to the Black Hills. And, and uh, they, they ended up having, uh, holding a private world peace and prayer day up there. And so I just, you know, I kind of went up there and hung out with them and, uh, Arvel asked me a question. <laughs> he, he said, he said, Hey Pete, what about, what about the uh, bighorn medicine wheel? And uh, so th- that just, you know, that that got me going on a, a whole new tangent of uh, trying to understand that place. So still working on it. So what would your advice be, Peter, to um, our listeners in terms of how they can help facilitate um, the release of trauma? for the planet and for themselves. Yeah, well, I, I would point him in the direction of this uh, Thomas Hulb, H-U-B-L, I think it's or L-B, I think it's B-L. He has the, the umlob, over, umlob over the U. You know, it's like one of those words. And those. But, uh, you know, it's it's... A lot of the same techniques that you know we're all talking about. It, it, it's just uh, in transforming, turning the trauma into love somehow. You know, releasing that from your body, uh, finding out where it's being held in your body, and uh, and, and sending more love there. Uh, to you know, because as as we release this trauma from ourselves, it gets released collectively. Uh, as you know, this trauma is carried on epigenes. Uh, so, you know, with me, me I'm, I'm kind of you know French Irish, uh, and, you know. So whenever I hear an English accent, it, it tends to <laughs> trigger my trauma, uh, you know, issues because you know my family, you know, went through this starvation of uh, you know England, and you know, of course the. The endless wars between France and England, and uh, all that—it's just you know—it's all in my epigenes. So it's you know releasing that 
and recognize, you know, I mean, recognizing it in the first place is, is a, the biggest step that, that right. oh, oh, I hold trauma in my body and, and, and it's not good for me. And just almost that, that recognition of, of, of the, the, the transmission of trauma from my 27th ancestor, you know, to me, uh, is, you know, might be affecting the way I'm thinking or might be the way I'm affecting how I'm reacting to a, uh, particular situation or whatever. So, uh, but I, 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 you know, I mean, I would encourage organizing yourself on a very large scale and, uh, you know, releasing this trauma personally and, 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 you know, looking at yourself as a surrogate for the planet and the planetary body that it's also, you know, traumatized, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's been recorded by dowsers that, you know, following an energy lay into into a, a war zone, it just stops right at the edge of the war zone. Wherever that trauma is, it, it stops the flow of energy within our own bodies and within the planet itself. So, uh, you know, like moving through those blocks, and, uh, you know, all the techniques that are available today, uh, you know, by Thomas, by, by many women who, uh, you know, are... I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have any. Else, you know, let me think. I should be able to think of somebody. You know, Patricia Carter Robles. Uh, she, <laughs> I just listened to her vlog this morning. She, she, she uh, you know, in the Divine Mother. Say that uh, again, Patricia. Carter Robles. Uh, she, she's uh, she, she's been around forever. Uh, kind of a purple gal. Uh, a light stuff. Uh, she, uh, you know, she, she, she just talks a lot about releasing uh, these energies that are blocking the flow of cosmic energies coming into us. So, and and there's, there's, there's a plethora of, you know, it's, it's an echo out there. Uh, everybody's suggesting doing the same thing and, and, uh, and uh, you know, to release this trauma through, through uh, you know, conscious intervention, through breath work, through... Uh, uh, loving visualizations uh, through acts of compassion and and appreciation and you know all those altruistic uh, emotions of God, if you will. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, gratitude, gratitude, and and being of service. Um, but for me. Um, the biggest realization was I'm not an axe murderer. There's nothing like a life review showed me that there's nothing that I've done that is so horrific that I cannot forgive myself. And when you're willing to look at the darkest aspect of yourself and release it and uh, alchemically integrate it into the rest of you, um, and just tell the truth about how you feel. I think those things are critical for all of this because if you're able to do that, then your subconscious is not acting out in completely harmful and inappropriate ways uh, on the planet and on other people. And I think at this moment in time, we are seeing... Uh, firsthand, um, and I and I'm not 
going to refer to Donald Trump in terms of his presidency. I'm not going to get political. But to hear his niece talk about her book and the events in the Trump family, and to hear his sister Marianne, who was a federal judge, um, discuss him. And every time I look at him, I see the wounding uh, that that he, I look at him and I, I see a child still who needs everyone to say, you're the best, you're the brightest, you're, you're wonderful, you're fabulous. And that is uh, informing and uh, making the, the, the motivation that he uses to make all of his decisions um, it's right. really just watching a, a subconscious uh, run amok. <laughs> right, and there's a lot of uh, identification with that in people. You know, they, yes, they're, they're he's giving them permission. Yeah. He's, giving, he's giving them permission to do it themselves. Yeah. As opposed to looking in the mirror, you know, and, and owning... Yeah. You know the darker parts of ourselves. We're just projecting yeah, it all out. Right. Outward. You know they, they, this term light worker is kind of almost misused. It's it's more shadow work. Exactly the Watiko the yeah yeah. And we created him co- collectively. We put him where he is so that he can be a mirror to all of us. So. You know, now what do we do with that? It's right, right. You know, it's an epidemic of narcissism we got going on in this country. And we yeah. got to come together and collectively work together. And we, you know, you have to somehow find, find common ground. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that by offering these earth rings to our culture that we can find common ground around around the knowledge of, of where where our shadow, you know, is being held. And our shadow, you know, presently is being held there in the New Madrid Fault area with the Trail of Tears, with the, uh, the slavery business, the North and South business, the red and blue business, uh, you know, it's just it's endless. The polarity that's being, uh, you know, deliberately perpetrated. This trauma. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Peter, this has been a, an amazing conversation. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you um, for having me on. I, I don't get a chance to talk too much and, uh, out here in the it's desert. It's been a so, real honor. Yeah. And how can people get a hold of you? Uh, well, I, I, I'm, I actually put my phone number on the Internet. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> folks can call me. Uh, well, we'll, we'll post it. Yeah, I have what a is your web address? And, uh, it's uh, geometryofplace.com, and uh, it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a site that's in dire need of an upgrade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, I'd I'd like to add that you are you have contributed an article to our next issue of New Observations magazine, which is uh, part two of Consciousness and Contact, which is coming out in September. Um, and, um, and I'd love to invite you to be a speaker next summer for our conference in WASTA. Oh, thank you. 
Yeah, I'd definitely be be glad to be part of that. That would be the great. Black, Thank you so much. Black, black Hills are you know, another center of another Earth ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they're definitely the center of my Earth ring. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, thanks for... Thank you. Thank you for having me on and <clears throat> giving me this opportunity to uh, you know, impart my knowledge to the world. Oh, it's been wonderful to talk to you. Thank you so much. All right. You're very welcome. Thank you. And thanks Bye for, for now. Everyone that listens. Bye for now. <laughs> Thank you.